This week on the show, we're Doug's been Keys. Oh, okay, cool. This what? week on the show, we have Super Dick. Uh, you're just mad because I want to get this done at a reasonable hour. Whatever. And I don't want to wait till Sunday to do it because then I have Whatever! two more shows to talk about and it'll be a three hour show. So, anyways, how's your week been? <laughs> Until tonight when I, apparently I was being a Super Dick. <laughs> you were being a super dick. Um, that's pretty good. Today I had to get up at three something to go to work. Yeah, that's never fun. It was not, but on the way, Ethan Case theme music dropped, and I was like, "All right, day, all right, let's fucking do it." Yeah, it's always a good thing when wrestler themes drop, and you're like, "All right, all right, I, I can, can get do through this. this now." Like when we were at Rockers that time, I started looking for. Skylar and Hollis, because the music dropped. Yeah, except that's not a good day. Yeah, fair enough. Um, we got to see our surrogate son mm-hmm. yesterday, and we spent like half the day in the pool. Um, it wasn't even two hours, but yes. It wasn't two hours? Mm-mm. Good lord, it felt like forever. I guess because I usually get in the pool and freeze my ass off and get right out. Yeah, you usually so spend fact, 30 seconds in the pool. So the fact I was in there for a while felt long. Um, yeah, it wasn't even two hours. And other than that, we've just been watching Sons of Anarchy all week. <laughs> Apparently Sammy wanted some cuddles. And it's the cutest. <laughs> but we are uh, halfway through season two-ish. How many episodes It's are like 12, 13 per season. Then so. yeah. If we're not halfway, we're real close. Yeah. But it's a good show. I've seen the first two seasons and then stopped because I do that with shows. I have you're s- the worst. Yeah, it's true. He but also that, hates pausing in the middle of an episode. Unless I've already seen it, and then I don't care. I hate pausing in the middle of movies, too. Yeah, you hate pausing. Well, I hate pausing for longer than, like, a pee break. Even I, then, you're not a super fan of it. True. We could actually talk about Glow now because it has been long enough. Yeah, except tonight's already ready going to be a long show, so... <laughs> You're never going to actually talk about it, are you? No, I will. But we have two live shows to recap and a pay-per-view. Well, let's start with the WWE craziness. Um, worst pay-per-view name ever. <laughs> Green Balls of Flaming Dick! Of which they almost got sued over, because apparently Jerry Lee Lewis has a trademark on the... Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire name. Nice. Um, but that's why they used the song. They cut a deal with him. Um, but anyway, this pay-per-view was nothing to write home about. Nope. The Hardys and Cesaro Sheamus was fun. What, um, what was our uh, picks count? Something like seven to two. I only missed the one because I picked what I wanted instead of what made sense. Um, but what we need to talk about from this pay-per-view, 
and kind of ties in a raw is Roman tried to murder Braun. Like, commit actual manslaughtery murder. And no one is discussing this. Nope. How is he not a heel? <laughs> he ran an ambulance full speed backwards into a trailer. Hunter Thompson does that in Fear and Loathing, and he almost gets arrested. Roman Reigns, they're just like, eh, we'll let him walk off. Oh, he came back out? Kurt Angle didn't even have cops with him. Like, Vince at least would have had the cops out for Stone Cold if Stone Cold had done that. I don't understand. And They were more concerned with the fact that Braun just refused medical treatment. Despite yeah, so clearly Bra- being Braun just walks off like an injured animal. <laughs> and, like, hobbles around. And I'm like... Leaving blood smears and droplets as he goes. Ridiculous. <laughs> and people... People are eating this shit up well, i guess because it's different one producer every- left so yeah. now i'm going to get the other one <laughs> the other one does not he's seem like nope, as- nope 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 <laughs> no the other one does not want to snuggle right now too bad he's getting them uh but anyway so yeah roman comes out and cuts his same fucking tweener promo i'm the best i should be number one contender and then samoa joe comes out and we all forget he tried to murder braun <laughs> yes Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman are just like, nah, you don't get to be number one contender. It This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, and I don't know why people love it so much. Snuggles! Yeah. <laughs> That's what Heyman, Brock, Joe, and Roman need to do, is just snuggle. And it'll be okay. <laughs> they just need to play in a kitten pile. Yes. Of their own making. Um, <laughs> I'm not letting them have mine. But it's... Our producers are way too valuable. I don't understand why people like this storyline. I, I don't understand at all. Um, I pretty much do this during all things All WWE, WWE yeah. So Unless I mean, it's Cedric, yeah. and we haven't watched his match yet this week. Because I was ridiculously busy over yeah, the you, past two days. You worked longer than you were home the past two days. Yep. So, and you had to sleep at some point. Yeah, weird how that works. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's WWE this week. SmackDown was meh. Yeah, I haven't Raw been was much. meh. We were low on groceries. I barely got to see you the last couple of days. Yeah, we have like almost no food in the house. We have an N apple. We ate shaved ice for dinner again because we're adults. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um. So, given that that's WWE this week, um, um I heard. Bobby Fish was on NXT, so I'm glad we saw him in May before he went away. And I imagine if Bobby Fish is there, Kyle O'Reilly is on the way also. Auto parts. And I would like to see Red Dragon defeat Authors of Pain for the belts. They still have it? Uh Uh-huh. Jesus. Yeah, because the only threats to them got called up or broken up. Because that's all they know how to do in uh, WWE right now is break up tag teams. Bitches. Forgot to mention, I saw something today. Enzo and Cass have heat backstage. Like, non-kayfabe? Yeah. According to the source that everyone uses. Um, he Who Must Not Be Named? Yeah, He Who Must Not Be Named on Sad Podcast. Um, Cass apparently is a Trump supporter. Ew! Yeah. And they said it's not like... 
It's not like heat enough where they won't push him. Yeah. But it's heat where he's kind of on his own. And then I forgot Enzo got too feisty on a bus and they like pulled over and kicked him off the bus and he was having to like dress by himself and shit. So I don't know what Enzo did. Poor but Enzo. the that's why the promo where he was like, My dream life isn't as good as my real life right now. Yeah. Because he's got heat backstage. It was half shoot. Poor Enzo. I just, I don't understand. I couldn't ride on a bus either because I would get kicked off because I would annoy the shit out of people. Especially if they were trying to sleep. Yeah. If they were trying to sleep <laughs> and you weren't tired yet, they would kick your ass off. I would get kicked off the bus so fast. Y'all have no idea. <laughs> like, if I'm actually tired, it is a guarantee Cat will want to play the second we lay down. Don't marry an ADT, you have medicine ADHD now. preschool teacher. Because uh, you have to stay awake for nap time, so yes. you fight sleep like a four-year-old? Yes. Uh, anyways. So yeah, they the article I saw said it had nothing to do with the breakup. They're going that way anyway, because Vince wants to push Cass. But it kind of sucks for Enzo, because nobody knows what Enzo's going to do now. I just wanna, I just wanna hold him and rub his belly. I know, <laughs> and like cover his big old eyes from the sun. <laughs> I just love him so much. I know. I just, mm, I, he should be a producer on this show. I would allow it if Enzo Amore would like to come on this show and be our producer. I'm all for it. He can just sit in my lap and I'll rub his belly. He could probably sell shirts better than we did. And feed him treatsies. Yeah, yeah. It would work. All right. And braid his hair. Okay. Ah, I need an Enzo. <laughs> All right. So our next stray cat will probably be named Enzo. Oh. You can't choose your cat's name before you get the cat, because trust me, I've been wanting a gray cat called Costello for years, and it yeah. hasn't happened. And we got an orange cat instead. I never thought right. I'd own an orange cat. But then Sammy said, ha ha, bitch. <laughs> and Sammy was like, hey, you found me. Let me love on you. And then you were like, all right, now I have to convince Doug. Let's let him name him. And it totally worked. <laughs> Not only that, I held him up all cute and adorable and said, you can name him. Yep. And uh, you bought all of his stuff in lime green. so Which is your color. Yep. Very, very smart one in my wife there. Uh, all right. Brilliant. So that leads us to indie shows. Just get Finally. your asshole all up on that mic, why don't you, Sammy? Let's hope he doesn't fart, because <laughs> the mic will pick it up. <laughs> I've never actually heard Sammy fart. Mm. I don't know if I've ever heard Elvis, but I definitely have been around when he's farted <laughs> before. It's few and far between, though. Uh, wrestling and cat farts. This is a great <laughs> episode. Um, cat farts, cat farts, cat farts. So... We get to the new venue for Charlotte. Which we totally dug. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a great venue. It was easy in, easy out. Yep. Um, Is that a good oh, area? Oh, should we bitch about the hotel first? Like the valet only thing not being advertised? That really bothered yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, there were a few little things. But overall, we had a really nice time. Yeah, we, we got there too early because we... Because Doug... Because I'm crazy and I also... I used to underestimate 
how much time everything would take. So and now he adds like three hours to everything. So now I want to be like super early. And then I wanted to go to the Ducks thing. I so. wish I were fucking joking when I said like three hours early to shit. We have to get our seats. And the times were not that early. I know. And Brian forget. I know. I'm just saying. And you were so mad that one time we didn't have our seats. I was. You were fucking angry. I was angry. So, I'm just saying it's not just me. I know how to keep my wife happy, and it's making sure she gets her seats. Unfortunately, that means we have to get there early because everyone else gets there before we do. Three somehow. fucking hours. Um, like our whole front row crew was already there when we got there, and we weren't late. Yeah, it was insane. Um, <laughs> so I mean, it wasn't like the classiest club ever. But for a wrestling show to hang out during the day, it was fine. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd go there at night. But I mean, I wouldn't drive to Charlotte for anything at night. Yeah. Considering but, uh, how far away we live. We went to a hotel. Our room wasn't ready yet. And then valet parking was required. And it's... That just... It's so weird to me. Like, it would weird me out if I moved to New Jersey and I couldn't pump my own gas anymore. Because you do it oh so often I used now. to. Before there was a Costco, I pumped my own gas all the time. And before I had a girlfriend, I pumped my own gas all the time. Um, oh, Sammy. Sammy, Sammy, <laughs> Sammy. So we get in the club. And I like the merch table being the bar in yeah, the back. Yeah, too. That was cool because everybody's kind of together. You don't have to work your way around the whole fucking building. Yeah, you don't have to go, well, who the fuck's on this side? Who the fuck's um, on that side? The lighting was good. Yep. The AC worked. Yep. Uh, the bathrooms were nice enough. They were... The women's the guys was, was not really nice. And I'm bitching because the handicap door was stuck. And if there hadn't been a very nice Marine standing right there <sighs> to, like, pull it open for me, I wouldn't have been able to get in. Well, I had to do that awkward thing where they underestimate the size of, like, women's bathrooms. And so yeah. the stall's always way, way, way too, like, small. Narrow, yeah. So you can't actually open the door all the way if you're standing in there. So you have to, like, like jump over out. the toilet. And, yeah. Like, Think skinny thoughts, but otherwise, it smelled nice. There oh, was good. really nice soap. There <laughs> nice. were nice paper towels. It was air conditioned. It was clean. Yeah, a I'm far not lie, several of us hung out in the bathroom for a good 20, 25 minutes, just shooting the shit. Far cry from escapade. <laughs> escapade is one of those situations where you're like, oh, do you're I like, have to? My kidneys might explode, but it still might be better than. Going but I might just go behind the building and piss. Yeah. I might just piss. I might go in the car, car and yeah. get a bottle and piss. Yeah. Um, that is accurate. So I really like the new venue. The tailgate was fun-ish. <laughs> fun-ish. It was hot as bejesus. Which is why It was no good. fault No. I stood right under talent. the big fan. Um, nice. And they played a little game like get to know Coach Mikey. Yep. Which was pretty funny. Apparently, I feel like I had better answers for Mikey. Apparently, Mikey Rob Kiljoy cheated Mikey really well. Or cheated. Or cheated. <laughs> I also liked when we came up, Rob had an inflatable monkey and was like, Monkey, international sign to party over here. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of true. kind of true. If I see an inflatable monkey, I'm going to assume there's a party. Yep. Uh, and they had uh, chips for everybody. Kiljoy, did you cheat? We want to yeah. know. Yeah. Yay or nay. Maybe he's just Mikey psychic. He I think knew. he cheated. All right. 
Um, he clearly cheated Lance Lude out of time with Mikey to learn about him at there the you go. very minimum. He cheated at some point. He cheated one It may not have been there. Uh, they had those big, like, squirt... I don't know. They're not guns. They're... I think they're called water rockets. Okay. Yeah. And they were squirting them at people and over yeah. the wall and shit. Those are fun, because if you work with uh, someone you don't like... You just you shoot them all the time. Shoot them right in the face, and it's nice. just hard enough that you're like, <laughs> but not hard enough to actually hurt them. But of course, given that it was a ducklings event, the fucking Cinda shit, which, why in the fuck were they wearing those clothes in that heat? Right, they were wearing fucking full black, black church clothes. dress attire, and I'm like, like Sunday best. Dude. It's hot as balls. There's no way that was comfortable. No. Um, well, you saw... Uh, son of a whore. What's boss? his name? Yeah, Boss's pants split during the match later in the night. Yeah, well, It's because we his body was protesting. We was got like, more to call out I have out to there. get a vent! We got more to call out later for that. Um, but, of course, they start shit, and the tailgate ended, like, right after that. I'm like... God damn it, they got what they wanted. They came and fucked with the tailgate, and then it was over. Well, they are the ultimate party poopers. Yes. They are the send of shit, so that works. Yeah. Alright, so we get in. We get our seats. Um, usual spot. We're next to a guy who's not usually there. Um, so that was interesting. Crowd, I have a message to deliver. This is from myself as a fan. With if, a brain. If you are sitting in front row, don't be a fucking moron. Assume. If someone is standing in front of you for more than a second and a half, get your ass out of the way because someone is about to land on you. Well, not only that, if you're in the front row, assume you're going to have to move at some point. Yes, Just it's required. Have that really, assumption. if you're in the first two rows, you need to assume you're going to move. And three, you might have to, depending on who's in the ring. But assume, if you're in the front row, that 100% at some point... You will have to move. You will have to move. Accept that shit and get on with your life. And get the fuck out of the way because you're gonna hurt the guys. Because in midair, they can't change shit except the way they're falling. And then they end up hurting themselves to not hurt you. Move the fuck out of the way, you dumb shits. And I say this with absolute sincerity. You're not more important than the wrestler. Also, let's point this out, and this may be new this month, but on the tickets this month, if you buy the first three rows, you have officially waived any right to do shit if you get landed on. So shut your mouth, get landed on, and enjoy the show. Just move out of the way when you need to. Grab a butt if you need to. I'm not going to lie. I've grabbed a couple of wrestler asses. Granted, they're all friends of mine. Yes, that's true. But you do what you gotta do to get through life. Yeah. If you gotta hide behind James Drake, go hide behind James Drake. Do whatever you gotta do. Get the fuck out of the um, way. Concessions was pretty basic, but... Uh, they had Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Yeah, that's true. They had... That's not basic at all. Fair enough. I was thinking on the drinks. They had They like, had three different kinds of Gatorade. And then Coke, Diet Coke, and Sprite. And water. Oh, uh, that's true. And they might have had... And actually, I don't think it was super overpriced. No. The Gatorade was three bucks, which for a concession stand, that's good. 
I think a Chick-fil-A sandwich was five dollars. That's not bad at all, considering it's like three fifty if you buy it yourself. Yeah. Okay. So venue, thumbs up. A plus. Unfortunately, uh, the next show will not be back there because prices. Bathroom A plus plus. Yeah. For a club, especially. Yeah. Um, well, for a club, A plus plus. I mean, it was easy to move around. It, yeah. Nothing was crowded. Nope. It was very, very nice. Considering how show. many bodies there were in there, it did get a little warm. But I mean, that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, no matter where you. And are. with all the lights and shit, yeah. it's always going to happen. But I mean, it wasn't. Oh my god, um, I'm going to die hot. All right, so that leads us to show. We've reviewed the new venue. Good job, venue bookers. Yeah, Uptown Live. I would definitely approve that becoming. A permanent home of PWX in Charlotte. I understand it's more expensive. But it's worth um, it! Find a way to cut a deal with them like you used to with Ziggy's or something. Duggle S.A.D. if he has to. And honestly, it's better than Cabarrus, so yes. <laughs> um, there was no steel guardrail, so I'm all for it. Alright. <laughs> all of the D's are being S'd by Tom. <laughs> first, <laughs> first match of the night. We get the gift with his uh, very meditative sitar music. I just want to lay down and go to sleep to his music. And I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean No, you I mean just, it and you find it very relaxing and I meditative. I find it wonderful and it, it takes me to a very dreamy place and I like it. So what's interesting about him, he fights in basically like what looks to be like a monk's robes. It looks like the most comfortable outfit you would ever Yet, wear. He has a snake tooth mouth guard in. Yes, he does. And on the side of his pants was like a chick with a floppy tongue. And the tongue was separate, so it's flopping around the whole match. <laughs> um, I'm not insulting the guy's work. I just felt like the gear didn't all mesh together. You know That's what? all. You are... A nitpicky bitch. A nitpicky bitch. Doug's <sighs> nitpicky bitch of the week. Um, um, That's the new segment, guys. <laughs> Doug's nitpicky bitch of the week. That's called every time I open <laughs> my mouth. It really is. Thank God you don't do that shit when I cook, because it would be like, fine, cook your own. I am food. not that <laughs> stupid nitpicky with you. <laughs> I'm that nitpicky with wrestling <laughs> because I have a show where I talk about wrestling. Um. Oh. All right. So Kincaid was fighting the good old T flipping T Rex Tracer X. Uh, I just want to wear Kincaid's top thing, whatever it is. Yeah, that part did look comfy. It looks so comfortable. So, let's talk about Kincaid. I've seen him, like, twice, not live, just on shit I was watching. Guy's fucking good. He's phenomenal. He's, like... That is my word of wrestling. He's, like, a more mellow Aleister Black. Yes. Like, he's, like, if Aleister Black was Buddhist instead of Satanist... Like, if Aleister Black had smoked a little bit more weed in yes. high school? Yes, exactly. Uh, although, he's from the Netherlands, so I bet he smoked a lot of weed. However. Fine, um, if he had smoked more mellow weed, I don't yes. know if it's indigo or sativa. Instead of weed that led him to occult shit? Yeah. <laughs> one of the weeds mellows you out, one of the weeds doesn't. Whichever one mellows you out, he didn't have. <laughs> he had the other. But kind. he's got this crazy... Yeah, um, I need to look it up. Old school springboard just jumping on the rope thing. Which is cool as shit. Yeah, he sits down and gets back on the rope. I don't know how he does that shit without dying. Magic! Um, he's got a double stomp he does that he looks like he's going to dive onto you. 
but instead he like kicks back and double stomps you. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was something else he did that was crazy, other than the finish. But I can't remember what it is at the moment. Um, and Tracer looked good. I, uh, are you talking about the 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 rafter beam? Well, stuff? that was the finish. There was something he had like four big moves. I can't remember what the fourth one was. That I was like, holy shit, this guy. It may holy have been shit, a, this guy. It may have been a reversal of some sort where he just like snaked the fuck around Tracer or something. Snakey, 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 snakey. Um, yeah, Randy Orton is not a snake compared to this guy. All right, so what are we looking up? The types of weed. Yes. Okay. Kincaid is more of an indigo because it tends to be sedative and relaxing with full body effects. Okay. Whereas Alistair Black is more more of a sativa, which tends to be uplifting and creative with cerebral focused effects. Okay, got it. Sativa versus indica. The more you know, as the reading <laughs> know your weed. So reading rainbow, right. rainbow shows up. Um, I'm going to say this, and we've seen Tracer a lot over the past couple years. I love him. Love him. I think this is the best match he's ever had. Yeah. Like, if I take emotion out of it, just, like, his moves and putting them together and doing them in the right spots and making it an awesome fucking match, I think this was his best match I've ever seen. So, I actually talked to him after the PWX show before the... No, I'm sorry. It was after the Evolve show also. Okay. It was at the very end. Um, and I talked to him about how I missed his T-Rex stomp. Yeah. And he had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. He didn't about. know he had done it? <laughs> so I had to explain it to him. He's like, huh. Didn't didn't know I did that. I was like, oh yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah, we we like wanted it to be your new finisher. <laughs> we wanted it to be a thing. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Kincaid has Tracer down. Goes over to the ropes. And you're like, oh, okay. He's going to do springboard 450 or some shit. For some shit. (laughs) This motherfucker looks up, jumps off the rope, grabs the goddamn support beam rafter, like, monkey bars his ass over, and then double stomps Tracer. Tracer, I love you, but if you get hit by that move, you have to get pinned. Ain't nobody coming back from that. You should not win (laughs) if you get hit with that move. That should be the finish every fucking time. So, that was awesome. Loved that match. Excellent opener. Got people hyped. It did. Uh, I think it was very, very good. It was beginning. a great mix of PWX and Evolve also. Yeah. To kind yeah, of it kind of gave you off. a taste of what you were going to see the rest of the day. Alright, uh, next up, we get some Rick James hits. And as he said on our other episode this week, when Rick James hits, you know who's coming. Good old White Mike. A quickie with White Mike. We're going to have a quickie with him and Corey Hollis. But really, White Mike just talked shit about Corey Hollis yeah, and challenged him to a match. he into him. Basically like th- says, There was no interview up, segment. Bitch. There was no interview. It was basically like, Corey, you suck. Corey, I'm going to fight you. Not the fuck up. And I was like, alright, cool. I'll take this. This is the biggest news possibly of the show. Are you ready? White Mike hit the fucking diving headbutt. He didn't fall off the ropes. We're all sitting there going, no, no, no. And then he hit it. And we're like, holy Uh, shit. By all of us, do you mean you and Acosta? I mean a lot of us. Because that was you and Acosta. 
Well, he usually falls. I'm just saying it was just you. He and swerved us. It was quite okay. literally just the two of you. Okay. Well, fuck it. <laughs> um, I, I honestly think it might have been just the two of you in the entire place. Yeah. Well. Anyways. Because you we're are nit- non-believing nitpicky, nitpicky bitch. bitch. Unfortunately, Corey Hollis won with a low blow, and then just does Corey angry midget thing. So I was actually talking to someone after that show. I don't remember who it was, but I was saying there's this guy. It was Nate. Okay. And I was like, yeah, they they chant angry midget at him, and Nate seemed partially mega offended and partially worried. And then I was like, but somehow it, it works, and he was like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Just, yeah. like, continued on with We the have to get Nate to a show. Uh, so he'll understand why we're obsessed with this. Because once he sees it, he'll get it. I was going to Nate-nap him so hard. Yeah, yeah. But we don't need to go into that. So, unfortunately, Mike lost. But, um, this was technical match. Because that's what Hollis does well. awesome! Uh, Hollis definitely likes to go after the one body part and then fuck people up. Because so. he can only reach one body part at a time. Which is a knee. That's the only one he can reach because he's so short. <laughs> that and ankle. Ah. <laughs> Alright. You know, I'm surprised he doesn't bite ankles more. He's done he only it a did it to star. He's done it a couple of times, but... Didn't we try to get an ankle biter chant going? And yeah, that, we were That was the weird, weird show where no yeah. one would chant with us? Yes. Um, okay. Oh, I would just like to confirm that every sandy vagina bitch... Who was like, oh, I'm never going back after the finish. Was there. Every single one of them. Yeah. Every now, single Now, some of them weren't front row. One, they were still all fucking there. Mm-hmm. I agree. Sandy I vaginas. I know. Still showing up. Yep. I know. I know. And, okay, so let's talk about this shit. If you have other plans on the day of a wrestling show, if you're going to have to come from Northern Virginia to Charlotte, and go back to Northern Virginia. Miss the fucking show. Yeah, that's a long fucking I'm sorry, dude. Like, there is more important shit than wrestling. And this is from a guy who has not missed a PWX in a long fucking time. There is more important shit than wrestling. Yeah, in two years, you haven't missed any. I haven't missed any since the first X-16. Well, there you go. I've only missed one. Yeah. I know, I know. You still... Still salty about it. I'm slightly less salty now. Because you saw it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, little salty, because I don't know if I'm ever going to get to see a War Games, but slightly less salty as time has gone on. Okay, there you go. Uh, we might be heading towards a War Games type thing with Syndicate. Like, mm. that's the only way that's going to pay off is with a big blowout. It's going to have to be insane. Or sanctioned murder. Yeah, Street Fight or something. Um, alright, so next we get the four-way. Oh my god. You know what I want? What? You know what would even it out? Well, it was a three-way. I guess I spoiled something here, but go ahead. Sanction murder. Where the, the ducks get weapons, and Elijah Evans cannot touch Use a sledgehammer. A sledgehammer. <laughs> I want the ducks to have weapons... But them to all be covered in duck duct tape. I want someone to shove Elijah Evans' sledgehammer. We will get up that one way. We're or not down there the yet. 
He we, didn't have a sledgehammer this month. I'm just I saying. Know, but we're not to the syndicate yet. Just hold on. <laughs> okay, so we get Chase Owens, who accosted the fuck out of Acosta. And who was sitting next to Acosta? Uh, was it was a guy I don't know his name. I think. I want to say it's Chris. It might have been Chris. A different Chris than our usual Chris? Yes, different okay. Chris. I think that guy's name is Chris, though. Okay. So if it's not Chris, the two guys sitting, let us know. The two guys sitting next to us were wearing Bullet Club shirts, but let's be honest, and this no offense, he was a good wrestler, but in the Bullet Club, Chase Owens is not the first name you think of. <laughs> was it a costume that said... No. Who was it? It was Skyler. Yeah. He said, hey, yeah. Chase Owens, you're my second favorite me- <laughs> member of the Bullet Club. After everyone else is number one. After everyone else. Um... But, I mean, he was a good wrestler. I didn't have anything against him. <laughs> I really thought he was going to, like, punch Costa in the face. Yeah, so because they were wearing... <laughs> that's choking on Sprite. Because they were wearing Bullet Club stuff and cheering for Darius and Cade and Chip Day, Chase Owens got all butt hurt and came out to, like, threaten him and make him take the shirt off. And, okay, I thought it was funny. I also thought it was funny. And it, I wasn't the one being... Attacked. Yeah. with By a guy we didn't know. Like, if he was a regular and that shit happened, it would have been fine. I think he had the right attitude. I think he just... Took it a little too far. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Chase Owens comes out. Cade comes out. We love him. Darius Lockhart comes out. And they're getting ready to start. And then, Chip F and Day. Music hits. And I'm going to say this. And I'm yes. going to sound like the nitpicky bitch in this situation, so okay, you can step down from your throne for a minute. All right. I don't dislike Chip Day. Yes. I don't. I think he's a pretty solid wrestler. He's a nice guy. <coughs> all in all, I enjoy watching him. I need Chip to either be here. Or not. Or just be visiting talent. Yeah. But you don't get to play the role of visiting talent who acts like this is still his house. Yeah, he was claiming PWX was his because he's a day one guy. And I get that. I think that's awesome. And he used to be at every show. But he's not at every show now. And if he's working other places, that's fine. Not everyone is at every show. Very rarely are people at every single PWX show. He's like that kid... That they go off to college and move out of their parents' house and then get an apartment. And any time they visit, they act like they fucking own the place. Okay. But they don't act like they need to clean. That's right. what my sister did when she went off to college. She came back. She acted like a visitor instead of family. And so it was like, okay, if you want to act like a visitor, then you don't get to stay here. Yeah. That's kind of what Chip's pulling, where he's like, no, no, I'm the fucking well, boss. Well, here's, here's I, my I run thing. this bitch. This is my house. And I want to be like, you are not Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander Nor are you. could walk back in this door any second, and we would still say, this is your fucking house. Nor are you current champion Anthony Henry, who can claim it as his house, or, or Ethan, Ethan Case, Case, who can claim it as his house. So it's... James Drake and the Ducks have a bigger claim to it being... Their house. Yeah. Their house than... Chip F and Day. And I like Chip. None of this is to say I don't like Chip. I enjoy watching him wrestle. But I have a big problem with him. The character doesn't fit his appearance. Yeah, he's got this weird... He acts like an asshole, but he's supposed to be a face. 
He's got new gear. He's supposed to be a rebel. I've never seen him do anything rebellious except super kick somebody really hard. I've never understood the arrow thing that he does. Okay. And how it like his bow and arrow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I I don't get it. And he got new gear. And at first I was like, it's less busy. And then he turned around and I was like, it is still really busy. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. We have to review the gear. That's so much stuff on his gear. Like I spend half the match going, what the fuck is on all of your gear? I want to talk about this. This was crazy spot fest for days. It was great. It was. was Uh, One of the best matches on the card, actually. But let's talk about Darius has magically become a babyface. Darius has a donk. Yes, that he does. Everyone loves. True. That's but all you have to have to be. Everyone babyface. wanted to see Darius win this. The pop was huge. Darius and I'm like, has wait, a wait, 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 wait. To it being his house than Chip does. When did Darius stop being a heel? Because Revolt left. But he still. That's all it took. He still be a revolutionary. Like he was a heel before he was. Martin a Luther King Jr. was be a revolutionary, and he's uh. not a heel. Well, in his personal life, he Malcolm X wasn't a heel. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Malcolm X was heel as shit. What are Rosa you talking Park about? Rosa Parks wasn't a heel. No, she just was too tired to get up. Actually, that's not true at all. Huh? And there was actually someone who came before Rosa Parks too. There you go. All but right. I'm just saying, he is a revolutionary. Anyways, he's not a heel. Uh, Darius wins to become number one contender for the ITV belt. I'm cool with that. I think it's going to be good match with him and Elijah. Chip got butthurt and was like, I need to reintroduce myself to PWX. Right. So, I wonder if there was a plan that was set in motion early and then got changed at intermission. It's entirely possible. Because that's the type of promo you cut before you cash in a money in the bank. Which is fine, but this goes back to the whole, I either need him to be there or not. Yeah. If he's going to come in... And cash in and go after a belt, then go after a belt and be there every well, fucking month. Do not pull the shit that Gunner pulled when he had the ITV chance and just disappear for six months. Didn't see him for six months. I need to see Chip playing some mind games because let's be honest: if he's cashing in, he's going after Henry. Right? I need him. That's the logical thing. There. That's what I'm saying. To play mind games, you have to be there. I need, or at least. Cut a fucking promo and send it to Patrick and have Patrick play it after Anthony's match to start the process of reintroducing yourself. Because otherwise I just feel like you you haven't earned it. It's like you just came in. You can't show up for a second match on the card once every four months and expect people to care. Yeah. Um, I mean, I... And again, none of this... I like Chip. I like yeah. cheering for Chip. I like watching him. I think he has some of the one of, most brutal sounding moves. One of the best chants in wrestling. Chip F and Day is yeah. fantastic. But here's the thing. I think people I think Chip thinks because people chant Chip F and Day that it's still the same yeah. as putting in the work and it's yeah. not. Like I think it's kind of a situation where people in the WWE universe do all the delete stuff, and 95% of them don't fucking know what it means. Never actually, saw it on Impact. They don't know yeah. what it means. Yeah. I think it's kind of like that. Or it's like the fucking flashlights of Bray Wyatt, even yes. though everyone hates Bray it's, Wyatt. It's the herd mentality. People yeah. start doing it, and then everyone does it. And not that he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, none of this is about Chip's talent. It doesn't we just need equal... A, 
You deserve the big boy belt. You we have need, to put in the work. We need a character in PWX. Yeah. We don't have enough history of PWX to know Chip Day's old character. Yeah. Sometimes you can pull someone back in like that and it's fine like they did with Man Scout. But yeah, but Man Scout, Man Scout had a distinct, his character. Had a distinct enough gimmick yeah. that we could attach to it. We could be like, yeah. okay, this is who he is. This is what he does. Yep. Um, I have no idea who Chip Day is as yeah. a person. Chips, I feel like Chip Day's intro and all of his accolades are longer than his matches. Because Sometimes they are. I remember more of his accolades than I do his move set when it comes to the end of the match. Because he's been coming in and being in multi-man matches. And getting beat in multi-man infrequently. matches. Yeah. And so, Other than when he got the contract. It right. just kind of... I need him to put in the effort and put in the time so that he stands out himself. Okay. Um, Still love you though, Chip. Yes. Moving on. This is where I got a little bit... Like, okay, we need to figure out what we're doing in this match. We got Timothy Thatcher versus John Schuyler. You hate Timothy Thatcher, though. That needs to be said at the beginning. I hate Timothy Thatcher with a passion. I hate hate Timothy Thatcher. I hate Timothy Thatcher more than I hate Michael Elgin. And that's saying something, because you really, you you don't care for I respect Michael Elgin. But you don't I see what he does and go, all right, I get what you're doing. Not my thing. But you hate Timothy Thatcher as a person, too. No, I don't know him as a person. I only know him as a wrestler. I'm not going to lie. He had a very Nazi-esque feel to him with yes, the whole which was fun. ring comp stuff. Um, and that's like, I, like, eh. I like Stokely. I think Stokely's entertaining. I think Stokely's great. And he was very nice. He was uh, extremely I like nice. managers who will interact. Yes. Um, Tommy Thomas. Take a page out of Stokely's book. And dress well, motherfucker. On how to dress. Yeah. All right. Stokely and I actually talked about this. We asked him to give you advice, actually. So, I do not like Thatcher. Hit a manager I've, up. The worst match I've ever seen live. And that's saying something, because I've been to church wrestling. Like, church... This match was the worst match? No. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, I actually thought this was The a worst match. match I've seen was Timothy Thatcher versus Sammy Callahan. How do you put a bad match on with Sammy Callahan? Because you put technical against crazy... Well, what I think was the problem was Sammy was gassed because he had been at WrestleCon and had to rush over to the show we were at. Yeah. So I think he was on first at WrestleCon and then ran over there and had to wrestle Thatcher, like, right when he got there. So I think he was just, like, dead. Yeah. But anyways, Thatcher is just ground and pound, beat the shit out of you, Hold submissions. He's a tall dude. And he's a big dude. He's a tall dude. Upper body especially. Like, guy was fucking muscles for days. So I want to know if he had recently chipped his tooth or if that was an all-the-time thing. I don't remember. It was really distracting for me. Knowing wrestlers is probably an all-the-time thing. Because especially old-school guys, they're like, oh, love the look. Mick Foley could not get a job till he got his teeth knocked out. They said he didn't have the look. And then the second he got his teeth knocked out, he got hired as a wrestler. Weird. Yeah. So. But it, that distracted me a lot. This. But I'm a teeth person. This was um, the technical match. If you like technical matches, this will be your jam. Uh, there were some cool spots. Skylar hit a killer apron spear that I was not expecting. That was really cool. I feel like this match went on for... A little too long. Wide a while. It was good. It was fun to see Skylar in something like Different. that. 
Yeah. But at the same time, a long technical match yeah. is kind of hard to get behind. Yeah. Technical so, matches in general are not going to incur a lot of You need a lot of charisma and a lot of story to pull off a technical match. Yeah. Um, there are very few guys who I've seen can just pull out a technical match out of their ass with no story. Yeah. Zack Sabre is pretty much it. I saw Zack Sabre get booed today <gasps> on a PWG because he was fighting Chuck and Trent. And Sabre and Marty were tag teaming and being full heel. And he got his shit booed out of the building. Dick punches for everyone that booed <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. But anyway. Dick punches. Back to Skyler and Thatcher. Um, I understand why this went to the 20 minute draw. I get that. I get the story behind it. It's. I needed this to have a reason to be this technical though. Yeah. Make it a submission match. Just say, these two guys want to hurt each other. It's a submission match. Yeah. Cut one little promo. It doesn't even have to be Brian. Have somebody, have Stokely cut a little cell phone promo. Well, and also... Or something. I don't think we knew at the beginning that there was a 20-minute time limit. No, we did not. And that give, doesn't apply for all matches. Give give Stokely a chance to speak for his guy if his guy doesn't want to speak. Yeah. You know? One little promo would have made this whole match make a lot more sense. Yeah. Because watching it, you were like, okay, this is technical for the sake of technical. Yep. Um, not that it was bad. And also, shout out to Skylar for talking to us for like 20 minutes on the interview show this week. Um, it was not bad. It just... 90% of the crowd is not at an indie show for this. Yeah. That apron spot was cool. And there was a lot of... Just like, okay, I'm going to try to put this submission on him. I'm going to try to put this submission on him. Was there a lot of sharpshooters in this? I feel like that's where there was sharpshooters for days. Yes. Okay. So. Attempted sharpshooters at the very least. The problem I had here is this made you go, oh God, when's intermission? Yeah, it, it did go a little too long. So, again, not that it was bad if you're into that type of wrestling. It's very good, and you need to go watch it. I think an additional... I think one of the reasons a 20-minute long technical match is so hard is because no one's chanting. No one's, you know, really getting behind it. Because it's something you have to just watch and take in. It's not... It's like reading a a really dense And unless... Unless it's one of those, like, exchange, exchange, exchange break spots, you don't even have time for, like, that. It's just... Um, it's so. not that it's not good. It's just really yeah. draining. It's hard to follow. It's and like then driving a really long distance. They were going to get five more minutes, and Corey stole the bell, and yeah, we went to intermission. Um, Corey has this habit of, like... I'm glad he didn't try to come beat up Thatcher, because Hollis beating up Thatcher would have been the most comical. unbelievable thing ever. Well, it's like Corey realized, like... 10 seconds before he was going to go out there and steal the bell that he was going to go steal the bell because he put on his stupid little white vest, white vest, but had on like basketball shorts. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you look real dumb. All right. So that's intermission. Um, what did we do during intermission? I don't even remember. I probably went and played with Lily. You went and played with the baby. I did something. I don't remember what. You know who we didn't see this month? Who? Baby Case. 
Not yeah. Case's baby, but baby yeah. Case. Yeah, he was not there. Um, maybe he was booked somewhere else. Alright, so we come back from intermission. And Malachi wasn't there either. But he's not there every month. Baby Case is typically there every month. Yeah. Uh, and we have a table and wine glasses and all this stuff set Cutlery up. Cutlery and some Yeah, I mean, full full dining Place experience hats. ready. The Cinda shit comes out, still dressed to the nines. Tommy has added a fucking hideous scarf. No, he had on the hideous scarf. Did he outside? He had on the hideous scarf outside. Oh, God. The scarf is so fucking bad, dude. The scarf with another outfit and on a woman wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> His outfit would have been fine without the scarf. Then he added the scarf and threw the whole thing in the dumpster Timmy Loren's jacket fine. was tucked into his underwear and I could not get over it. <laughs> Alright, so... They come out. Tommy starts talking shit. Saying this is their coronation, blah, blah, blah. Now... Uh, side note, Tommy. Coronation is when you crown them and they hold the scepter and the globe. It's not when you fucking eat! <laughs> yeah. And let's add, too, if you had the world belt, if they got the belt off Henry, if they had every piece of gold in the company, you had then, the straps, then sure. you can coronate. Then you could say, we run this bitch. But you're but still you missing don't. one. And you're not even dealing with Henry. You're not even trying to You're not even Henry. in the picture. <laughs> so, let, let's save this, maybe? Anyways, Tommy is like, we're going to have a five-course meal, and if it takes us 45 minutes, you're going to sit here and watch us eat every bite. I was like, I will go outside and take up smoking again. I was going to say, if it's 45 minutes, we have time to go get food ourselves. (laughs) I'm going to go take up smoking again, guys. Um, So, luckily, friend of the show, James Drake, interrupts these assholes. Oh my god, best fucking moment for me. Is... Is when Drake says, I don't know if you know this, but a Drake is just an adult duck. And I was like, duck pun! And then, you throw a pun in there? Hells yeah. And then, of course, ducks fly together. Drake was simply a clever ruse for Rob and Lance to sneak up on the syndicate. And, and Mikey. Beat, Mikey. And Mikey. And beat the everlasting fuck out of him. So good. Now, this match was fucking stellar amazing yeah you i hate Doug has no words i hate to admit how well the syndicate works together like boss throwing do you enjoy that timmy hurt his wrist again though yeah well he also said hey you can't touch your toes so fuck him but I'm just saying because he said it. We were sitting down, and I was like, "Dink!" and touched my toe. Here's what I appreciate in <laughs> in a trio or tag team setting in a multi band match, having moves that work together to destroy people. Yes, that is very thought out in the syndicate. I'm actually complimenting something they do. Gross. However, do it better because they have Launchpad McQuack. Launchpad McQuack was fucking awesome, and we saw James Drake do it. Oh no! And that is one of my favorite moves in wrestling now. Right, get out of there. He's like, I'm just investigating. Yeah, there's probably food in there. No, there's not. Okay, good. Um, unfortunately, Send a Shit pulled more shady bullshit and win. 
They always pull shady bullshit. Yeah, um, we gotta talk to Brian. Because I think we need to get involved in this shit. I need you to pop out from somewhere and just tainted love all of them. <laughs> just dick punches for days. Taint punches You know for what? Days. You know what? You want me to like Corey Hollis? You have, have him, him come, come out taint punch the and, syndicate? and just dick punch all of the syndicate and then bite their ankles and I'm in. I am willing. Dick punches! I am willing to help the Ducks and Drake in any way they may need. Just saying. I just want to dick punch some people. Yeah, fair enough. Alright, next up. Dick punches. <laughs> After dick punches. We <laughs> More get, dick punches! <laughs> we get one of our favorites returning, Martin Stone. Thank God he's back. God, I love Martin. Also, love talking to him on the show. Such a good Like, dude. if he had to go change, we probably would have sat there for like an hour talking to Martin. He's so good. Um, he's so nice. Versus Fred Yehi. Am I saying it right now? Yes. Okay. As far as I know, I've heard people say Yehi and Yehi. Okay. But when I heard it announced numerous times, they it was said Yehi. Yehi. What is he eating? So one thing I want to point out about Fred that I'm really excited about to see him do is that previously when we saw him, he has this, I don't know if it's a specific breathing technique or... Oh, the... S- s- yeah, he, yeah, he does this stuff... You when asked he, him about it, and he wasn't even he wasn't like aware. aware that he did it. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm wondering if it's a way that like I really think it's probably a breathing technique that he just doesn't even realize he's yeah. doing. But he has actually made a point to make it part of his character. Yeah. He he's made it part of his gimmick because now. people noticed it. I mean, it's not like it was subtle. Yeah. And I also like to. He's not with Catchpoint anymore. I got caught up by Iman. Yeah. Um, I like him out of Catchpoint better. Because instead of just being like, catch point the whole time, he has his own character. Yeah. And he's entertaining as shit. He's great. The you're in big trouble to start every match, I love it. But why That's was he hilarious. wearing two different shoes is what I want to I know. don't know. We got We should have asked. I forgot. Because, I mean, he'll, he'll talk to us. He's a nice guy. He's very nice. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm really excited that he actually made that initiative and made it part of his character. Because I think that's brilliant. Because it is something that he does. It's something he clearly is going to continue to do so why not incorporate it into your character he is really really fucking good also i also like that sometimes he tells you what he's gonna do yeah <laughs> I, I like the guys who are so cocky about their shit they're just like hey super kick and you're like well <laughs> <write> fuck. <laughs> and then they still hit you with it i yeah. love it also he has the most brutal looking lung blower I have seen in any level of wrestling. Besides Cedric's lumbar Cedric's check? is a lumbar check. That's different. That's lower back. He has his upper back. He makes it look like it solidly hits every fucking time, and it's beautiful. Because that's one... Do you want to go make love to his lung blower? Because... Maybe. I mean, it kind of it kind of feels that way right now. Maybe. However, um, this was a pure match. We did not get another explanation of the pure rules. Which was disappointing, because I did not remem- remember them from when we didn't hear them in Shelby. If I'm not mistaken. It's no over-the-top rope dives. No, it's no second rope. You can't go through the second rope. No, you can't go over the top. You can't go you over go, the top? You can do a suicide, you can't do a okay. con helo. Um, then... It's no top rope. No top rope. Two rope breaks. Two rope breaks and no closed fist. 
But you get one warning on the closed fist. Yes. And, and I that's think you it. get one warning. You're like one acknowledgement of your rope break. And then after that, it doesn't count or it gets you just. I think it doesn't count after that. I Ryan, can't remember. Can y'all post what the pure match rules are? It would really help. Yeah. Yeah. It just really Just like would. throw it up on the. And I don't hate page. these matches. I really like these I matches. I would just like to know what all the rules are. I just are. would like to understand them better. Frank, um, enunciate better next time you're telling us. Well, we were also. The opposite side we usually are, so we couldn't hear shit that show. Remember, that's when we looked at everyone's I know, I'm ass. I'm just saying. Alright. Um, I blame Frank. Martin is so fucking... Brilliant? Good. He's really, really good. This was a perfect combo of two technical guys putting on one hell of a match. Um, if the next match hadn't been planned as well as it had, this probably would have been my match at night. Because Martin, Martin, Martin fucking Stone. And Fred killed it also. So, really, really good. Martin got the win. I need Martin to get a bigger pop out of PWX, because it's not like people don't like him. He wins I them saw over. a lot more of his shirts. Yeah, he time. wins them over, and he ends up getting a ton of shirts. There was shirts. a crew over by the ramp that had a Martin shirt. Yeah. Um, but I need him to get a bigger pop, because yeah. he deserves it. I agree. He does... He deserves everybody who's booking him NXT. He deserves everything. He's he deserves got. the grilled cheeses, also. Yeah, yeah, all the grilled cheeses. All right, next <laughs> yeah. we get our two out of three falls match between Anthony Henry and Ethan Case. Now, why in the fuck, if a ref got heat for fucking up last time, fucking up in quotes, are we using the same ref for the rematch? Because... I love Kevin, but come on. Logic. No. Everyone deserves a second chance. Oh, God. Okay. So... Kevin didn't do anything wrong. Kevin followed the rules. Kevin was a very good boy, and he deserves a lollipop. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so Kevin's a ref again. You know what? I would just like to point out, I am the first person that ever fangirled and, like, straight up cheered for Kevin... All of that love for you, Kevin, it started with me. <laughs> we cheer for the refs all the time. I know, but I do you I distinctly remember being the first person. We're like the opposite of that most that I used to like fangirl all over Kevin and like girl scream for him. We're the opposite of most Southern wrestling fans. We love referees. And then like, like fuck yeah, referee. Four months later. Kevin started getting, like, posters and shit. I'm sure there's something that happened between there that I'm unaware <laughs> of, but I would just like to point out I am the first person that fangirled over right. Kevin. So, we get Ethan and Anthony, and this was a hell of a match. Um, there was moves for days. There was a particular Canadian Destroyer that reversal. That so brutal looking. Oh, my God. These so, guys, we were super conflicted in this match because yeah. we love both of them. These guys put magic together, though. Like They are magic. That's what I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't... Taking them separately, not knowing them at all. If you were just a booker and you saw Anthony Henry and Ethan Case and their styles and that's all you knew, you had never seen them fight each other, you probably wouldn't put them together. But they work so well. But then you put them together and it's so fucking good every time. So, throughout this match, I could not pull one way or the other. Yep. So you pulled for Amber. So Amber is my champ. And? And I love Amber. 100%. I still love Amber. 100%. But when you can't handle 
You you pick Amber because you know what? She's never going to let you down. It's true. Now, the first two falls were pretty standard. Yeah, I was starting to get super stressed, though. Yeah, Anthony hit his thing once and pinned Ethan. Ethan got Anthony on a roll-up. And then it's just finishers for fucking days. They're hitting each other with everything they have over and over. Ethan hit him with, like, four finishers in a row, and Anthony kicked out. At this it point, was ridiculous. I had to get up. Like, I was so... You had to go play with the baby. I was so stressed out, I had to go play with the baby. Yeah. So... So I went to Liliana. <laughs> Anthony looks at Amber and is like, what the fuck do I do? Like, I'm out of ideas. I've done everything. Why won't he go down? And Amber's like, shit, I'll solve this. Because she's a fucking champ. She is a fucking champ. She goes and gets the belt and slides it in the ring. Anthony picks it up, looks at it. I'm like, oh shit, we're going back to heal Anthony. Because I remember heal Anthony. Oh shit, here we go. He's going to nail his best friend with the fucking belt. Can't do it. Can't bring himself to do it. Good guy prevails. So, Anthony gets... Let's Ethan get up, and somehow the ref got distracted. Ethan gets thrown into the ropes. Amber's waiting there with the belt. Smacks the bejesus out of Ethan Clocks with the belt. Clocks him in the fucking face. One, two, three. Anthony retains. Amber Young should be champion. <laughs> Amber Young is my champ. So, what a fucking show, number Amber one. Amber Young is my champ. Like... The look on her face, because I had a perfect line of sight for her. Yeah. The look on her face was like, I'm going to do what the fuck I have to do. It That's was... what she used to be. You missed the whole storyline where she broke up with him and like was like, you're a fucking loser and I can't be with a loser. It was ridiculous. That would hurt my heart. Well, only because you know because them so well non Yeah, fair enough. No, Amber Young is my fucking champ. She deserves, Anyways. She deserves more cheers. Yeah. She, oh god, she's so good. Yeah, that, I love her so much. She's a manager who, anytime she does something, it's going to matter. She makes she does she makes herself matter. She doesn't, but she doesn't interfere all the fucking not time. Like, like Tommy, as not like Ric Flair when he was with Charlotte and made her hold the belt for fucking a year. Yeah, and it's not like fucking Maurice where she's she's actually the champion. Yeah, yeah. so good. Amber is. Exactly 100% what you want in a manager. Calm your tits, producers. Alright. They're like, this is my spot, bitches. So, hell of a show. Like, one of the better PWX shows we've seen. So, besides being super stressed watching that match, we had a really emotional moment after that match. Okay. Because Ethan gets on the mic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And says, essentially... If he can't be champ. If he can't be champ, he's done with PWX. And all of my insides broke. I'm not sure I can handle that right now. All of my insides broke. Yeah. Had I not actually been holding Liliana, I think all of me would have broken. But I was holding a really sweet baby, and she makes me super happy, so I was able to hold it together. Okay. Well. But it was touch and go there for a minute. If you missed this show, I'm sorry, but you should go watch it on Flow Slam. It's not long. It's a little over two hours, I think. It's worth all Um, It's worth it. All the time. Go check it out. All right. So good. So then we get a little break, 
And uh, we record a podcast. We recorded a podcast. Thank you guys for being on and not kicking us out. You should definitely go listen to it. There's a ton of talent on it. Um, you get some really great stories. Yeah. Find out what their favorite desserts are. Find out about old stalkers. You know, all sorts of shit. All sorts of funness. So you should go listen to that. Evolve 88. I've seen Evolves before because I'm ridiculous and watch more wrestling. Wouldn't it be you've seen Evolutions before? <laughs> I don't think so, but okay. Well, I mean, that was Evolve the is a singular. All right. Evolutions well, is multiple. I've seen them put on shows before, <laughs> especially Mania Weekend. My problem with Evolve has always been they have killer talent, but they don't always put everything together in a way I enjoy. Um, because? Because I'm spoiled by PWX and it's so good every time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, I went into this trying to have an open mind and be like, alright. I'm well, going let's, to enjoy this. Let's really evaluate this fairly and not based on the past. So, we open up with Jason Kincaid and sparkly Caleb Conley. Oh my god, so fucking sparkly. He had holographic trunks on. Yeah. Also, Caleb's character lends himself to being extremely homosexual. And I mean like extremely flamboyantly homosexual. I thought his character was a flamboyant gay man. No, it's just an angry asshole. But it's just an angry asshole. Why can't he be both? That's true. I mean, if you're going to wear that many sparkles, you better be fabulous. This was an excellent opener. Yeah. Um, I was... I was surprised there wasn't more Caleb support. I thought it would be kind of split, but I I really feel like it was mostly on Kincaid's side. Because Kincaid was amazing. Agreed. But a really good match. And because Caleb Connolly was so sparkly and not gay. Very distracting. Alright, uh, next we were supposed to get, and this was great, Kincaid did all the same spots he did in the Tracer match, um, but they were Super just, great. they oh, were so nice we saw them twice. They were? It was what people kept saying. So, and it was great. I really like Kincaid and would like him to come back. Yeah, we basically watched the same moveset in similar order, and it was phenomenal both times. Agreed. You can't go wrong with that. Alright, next, Austin Theory comes out with his uh, manager, Priscilla Kelly, I believe is her name. So I had so much fun with this. Kat and I got distracted during this and just started coming up with names called Goth Priscilla Kelly. So she's like the goth version of Coachella. Yep. She's that girl that every mother's warned them about. She uh, was my goth phase. My goth phase. (laughs) Uh, She's Barbie goes dark. (laughs) I mean, it went on and on. We did this for like 20 minutes. Like she, she had the most generic. Goth chick gimmick. Goth princess gimmick that you could have. It looks like she went to fucking Hot Topic and said, give me a black dress a black floral headband, I'm going to have black hair, I'm going to paint my nails black, and I'm going to walk around and be creepy. Yeah. And boom, she was done. Austin Theory was like... And it makes no sense why Austin Theory is with this goth chick. Well, we don't know the backstory, because we don't watch. It doesn't matter. 
Anthony and Amber can walk out, and I don't give a shit if I've never seen them before. I know their story. Tommy Thomas walks out with the syndicate, and I don't give a shit if I've never seen them before. I understand their dynamic. Yeah, fair enough. If you're going to have a manager, make it make fucking sense. Instead of her just, like, beckoning weirdly. Yeah. Which is all she did the whole time. She, the two of them make no sense. Like, why the fuck do you have... Emo Barbie versus... With, like... Jock asshole. Randy Orton Gen 2. Yeah. That's what I feel like he is. <laughs> so, it made no sense. And I don't give a shit what the backstory is. If you don't make it make sense for every match, it doesn't work. Austin Theory also had sparkly gear. He did. And we were like, what it the hell? It wasn't really? as sparkly, but it was But it stood sparkly. out. We were like, oh my god. It was ev- holographic. Evolve is the, day, is the sparkly gear place. <laughs> We asked uh, why they had so much sparkles, and it's because they have WWE money. Yeah, exactly. When you have WWE money, you can have holographic um, everything. He was supposed to fight ACH, but ACH has gone heel, which I didn't know, but I, I'm kind of digging it. Because ACH heel is what Bo Dallas should be. ACH tripped on the way out, and I yes. was genuinely worried that he was going to hurt himself. Because it was a pretty big trip. It wasn't yeah. like a stumble. He like full-on fell. Yeah. However, That's one of those things where you like sprain an ankle kind of trick. He's still doing his like positive gimmick, but now he's like making fun of other people and saying they're not good enough at the time. Yeah. This is what Bo Dallas should be. This Bo is what... Dallas is now X Pac though. Yeah, Bo Dallas is now X Pac, and his thing is he's, he's... Bo Pac. <laughs> X Pac. Alright. Uh okay. So, since ACH is like, I only do main events. He's like, mm, I don't do a, a second match of the night, and um, you only get one match a year. Sorry, Austin. Our Perry. boy, Ethan Case, comes out and says, hey, we're in Charlotte. Fuck it, I'll do it. I'll fight your ass. Stellar match. Great match. Uh, I feel like Ethan definitely proved himself on a big stage. Yeah. Unfortunately, Austin Theory got the win. I, I was underwhelmed by Austin Theory. I didn't see anything particularly like, man, I need to pay attention to this guy. Between making fun of his manager and like marking out over Ethan and how much I love him, I paid little to no attention to Austin Theory. But he didn't do anything to make you pay attention. Yeah, that's what I mean. And like, that's a problem. I paid no I gave more of a shit about his and about his manager and someone else did too because they were pointing out that the tag on her dress was turned out. <laughs> so no one was actually watching Austin Theory. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, we got the whole reason I paid $55 for this show was to see Keith Lee live. That is a big fucking dude. That is a big damn dude. And what I love about him, he can do the high-flying stuff, but he keeps it limited to when it makes sense. And his facial expressions are so fucking on point. I, I love this guy. He's yeah, so you good. you were marking the fuck out. So good. I'm disappointed I didn't get a picture, but I'm hoping he comes back. So, Keith Lee is fucking ridiculous. Also, Ethan Page, so instantly hateable. You don't even have to know his backstory. You see Ethan Page and you go, oh, fuck this guy. Uh, I hate this guy. Fuck this guy hard. <laughs> and Keith Lee beat his ass. So, it was good. Um, yeah. Ethan... Uh, did a few moves on Keith, but I never really doubted Keith was going to win it. Afterwards, Keith got on the mic and called out Tracy Williams and Stokely Hathaway. This is where shit gets weird. Yes. Um, Tracy Williams 
is the new leader of Catchpoint because everyone else has left, which is like the big grapple crew and evolve. And I, I don't think Tracy Williams really stands out. Other than they were calling him Hot Sauce and then a chant started for Mild Sauce, I can't remember a single thing Tracy Williams did. Nope. I do remember Darby Allen coming out and jumping on Hells his ass. Hell yeah, Nosferatu from nowhere. Um, so I'm sort of in love with Darby Allen now. Yeah, you you really really dug Darby Allen. I like Allen. instantly connected to him. I would like to see Darby Allen in a non-evolve stage. Darby Allen didn't need a manager, but if Darby Allen had a manager, it would be Priscilla Kelly. Priscilla would make more sense with Darby Allen than she did with Austin Theory. Um, I don't want Priscilla to be with. With Darby, Darby doesn't yeah. need it. It's interesting, I though. I do need to know what Darby's chest tattoo says, though. That we'll was the one out. thing that I, I really needed. It's interesting to me, though, the way Darby carries himself, at least this time. You instantly knew he was the good guy. Like, even though he's, like, all painted up and kind of gothy, you know, all right, that's the guy I should be pulling for, because fuck this guy. Because this guy's a douche. Yeah. Um... Unfortunately, Tracy Williams won. I didn't even remember he won. That's how that's how much Tracy Williams just fades into the background for me. I heard people saying basically he's Drew Gulak part two, but Drew Gulak at least will make you invest. Tracy Williams. You at least remember Drew Gulak at the end of it. I wanted to meet Drew Gulak after he fought Anthony Henry. I had no interest in meeting Tracy Williams. Um, all right, next Fred comes out and. Unfortunately, Trent had to get his elbow drained at the ER. Buh. So, but he was there. He was there, but since Riddle double booked and Trent was the replacement, we uh, did not have the match we were supposed to get. So, ACH came out to fight Fred. Uh, this was great. It was really, really just strong showing from both of them. Um, but yeah, yay high won. Yes, which was. Expected. ACH heel is something I'm going to have to get used to, but I might love it when I get used to it. You, you tend to be pretty heel happy, so All right. I think you'll be okay. Match of the Evolve show. Fucking period. Can you hear these bees? Yes, I can hear Sammy purring from here. Match of the Evolve show, and it's not close. We get Jaka and Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson. <gasps> Versus Anthony Henry and James Drake. Before we go into this match. Yes. So, I don't know if this guy is working Evolve, if he's a lesser known guy, or family, or what. There was some guy that came in between PWX and Evolve and was clearly, like, working. Yeah, yeah, He did not end up wrestling, though. He looks like a buff Rusev. He's yes. got long hair, he's got a full beard. I swear to God, he looks like Buff Rusev, and I need someone to like get a picture so I can So you can say, hey, Buff Rusev. So I can so I can show this because it it is uncanny how similar they look. Alright, so Except, you know, Buff. Henry and Drake come out. They've never tagged before anywhere, ever. With and the, the name And they announce that their name Horseman. is Work Horseman. Now, Workhorseman is a hashtag. Their whole crew's been using Ducklings, Timmy. I just knocked shit over. That's what that can thinks about Timmy. Um, basically, the whole Southeast crew, 
that's been going to Iowa and going to Pennsylvania and going to California, they've adopted the name Work Horsemen because they're going everywhere and they're putting on excellent matches everywhere. And it's fucking great. It's a really, really good name for them. Given they're from the South, fits even better because you got the Four Horsemen connection. Great name. Love it. They need shirts very soon. So, I'm sitting there the whole time. This is Drake's first Evolve match. He's been in FIP. He's been in Style Battle, which are run by the same people that run Evolve. But he's debuting. You'd never win your debut in indie shows. You know? So the whole time this match is happening... Yeah, you're sitting there the whole time going, they're never going to fucking win this. They're never going to fucking win I'm this. like, this is and so like, good. And I'm like, would you shut the fuck up and just watch the match? I'm like, it's so good, but they're never going to win. There's no way they take the belt off two catch point guys to hang them on Drake and Anthony. No way in hell. Literally saying this the entire goddamn yeah. match. It's so good, but every time I was like, they'd hit a finisher. I'm like, that's not it. That's not it at all. Yeah, and every time Chaka and another guy would hit a finisher, you'd be like, okay, that's it. And it wasn't! Drake hit the drill bit. Which I was calling for. I was like, he's going to hit it. He's going to hit it. And you're like, they're never going to let him hit it. They're going to protect his finisher. They're never going to win. There's no way we're going to see it. He hits the drill bit. And I was like, oh my god. They're going to fucking kick out. Ref's hand comes down for three. The roof blows the fuck off the place. I lost my fucking mind. Partially because it was, haha, Doug, you're wrong. You suck. But mostly it was. Okay, I don't even remember. What were we chanting while banging on the ring? You deserve it. Okay. That's what I thought, but I was thinking back to it, like, today. I'm like. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Were we it, chanting or just banging on the ring? It might have also. But, like, the entire front row was like. Fuck this, we're banging on the ring. Your hands start vibrating, though, yeah. after a while. We haven't like, banged on the ring since Cedric, Cedric left. left. Um, I legitimately almost passed out at this point. Like, sheer happiness. I had to grab on to this because I was losing blood to my brain. When did y'all start fucking with Acosta about the husband thing? Because y'all got um, off the show and just were making him uncomfortable as possible. Before Darby Allen debuted. Okay. Um, anyways. So a long time. So like half Most of the show. Alright. I am so fucking happy. Acosta, I'm touching your butt right now. (laughs) I am so fucking happy to see two guys who have been killing it get something they deserve in the tag belts. We lost our collective fucking minds. I am, like... I have nothing to do with these guys. Bullshit, I'm friends with both but, of them. But you get, when they're your guy, you like get a matter, you get a sense of pride out of it. You're like, that's our fucking guy. That's our guy, and they have the belts, and this is a big ass belt for them to have. And it's really fucking cool. The only way I would mark out more is if it was a PWG belt. And then I would lose my shit. Because that would mean they'd be either the Bucks or the Lucha Brothers. So. Alright. Holy shit. Also, match of the night for Evolve. Oh, God. Hands down. Not close whatsoever. No, you're a little. And even if Drake and Henry had lost, this still would have been match of the night for me. I looked... It was so good. So Um, good. Fucking five stars. So good. Alright, and then next... No, Doug. What? No. 
No five stars? I did two Ten hands. stars. Ten stars. Okay. So. Ten. Ten. After ten. that, as much as I love Zack Sabre Jr. We really didn't need another match. It was like, I'm done. Well, we can go home. This, I, this was worth every penny I paid now. I'm emotionally drained. Um, but Zack and Tim, Timothy Thatcher put on a good technical match. Uh, they went. I appreciated the no holds barred. They went outside, but they went to, to every, every side. body side and worked for a little bit. So yep. everybody got to see some of it. Yes. That was really well thought out, and I appreciated that. And then that. brought it back to the ring. Yep, and it, it was excellent. Um, Saber held on to his belt, and then... Cut a super good promo. And then said they're coming back to Charlotte soon. He's like, fuck it, I'm gonna say it anyway. Yeah, he's like, I'm not supposed to, but eh, fuck it. So, good show. Good um, show. Better than other Evolves I've seen. I thought it was very solid. Um, comparison-wise. There's not one. PWX total. PWX has an excitement and a something else to it that evolve with all of their money and all their budget. Like, their announcer would just say the fucking names. Yeah. He's just like, ACH versus Fred Yehi. And I'm like, dude, this is wrestling. You're supposed to get people hyped. Put some oomph in it. And it was, he was so bad. He was really, really bad really bad it just i think he was the opposite of what a wrestling announcer should be a wrestling announcer should help me get excited for the match it's why i don't always like how wwe makes them all talk the same way i agree with that but Um, i think excuse me i think this is another situation of you just being a nitpicky bitch yeah well i didn't have a problem with the announcer i would pwx 100 percent stole the show if yeah. you're comparing the two. Yes, I agree. I think PWX had less down moments. I think they had uh, more organic stories. Yep. Um, things made a lot more sense. So. And it's not that Evolve was a bad show. No, it was excellent. And but, I, I mean, at this point, it's hard to say definitively if I felt that way. Like, if I took my love of PWX out of it, if I would still feel that way. But I'm pretty sure it would. The yeah. PWX was still better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, hell of a weekend there. That was a lot of wrestling in two days. Um, and then after the show, we went to our hotel, found food, and passed the fuck out. Yeah. Got to see a, like, the epitome of white girl wasted. Oh my god, girl. that girl was so fucking drunk. She was smashed. Completely obliterated. And advice, if you work in a hotel. Don't go out with the drunk visitors. That's just... There's no way he didn't regret that. Like, that's such bad decisions. Anyway. Alright, so... If you missed either of those shows, you should go watch them both on Flow Slam. You should also watch Evolve 89 because the Ugly Ducklings debut against Work Horseman and Jocka and Dickinson, which I still need to go watch at some point. However... Uh... Our boys held on to the belt, so that's very exciting. What a fucking weekend. Shit ton of wrestling. It was all excellent. Um, WWE wasn't re- excellent. Yeah, that's true. All the live wrestling we saw was all excellent. All the live wrestling was excellent. Uh, I'm going to attempt, if I don't feel like dog shit tomorrow, 
to go to APW, which is where James Drake is champ. He will be fighting Tyler Gaines, I'm assuming, in the main event. So I'm going to try to make it to that tomorrow. And then Saturday, Kat will not be at either of these, um, unless she changes her mind. But Saturday, I will be at the Peach Festival to check out Battlezone Wrestling, and that's 100%. I'm going to that one no matter what. So uh, if you want to find me there this weekend... Say Look hi. Look for the legless guy. Look for the legless guy. Um, should be fun. There's some good people booked, so should be fun to watch. All right. I don't fuck with non-PWX. You really don't. You won't. Like, the, I think if Evolve hadn't had any PWX people on it, you might have been like, nah, I'm nah, good. I'll go back to the hotel. <laughs> All right. So, on that note... You can follow us at Sad Podcasts on Instagram and Twitter, and iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. You can find us on Facebook. You can YouTube. F- find us on YouTube. Basically, if there's social media, we're on it. Um, I know I haven't been super active on some things lately. Because we're fucking busy! Yeah, life has been real fucking busy. It has been. And it's only But if you shoot us a message, we'll talk to you. Indeed we will. Um... Twitter is usually where you'll get the quickest response from me. Accurate. Um, all right. You can follow me at Osnogard Ozzy and O-G-R-D. You can follow me on Instagram at DublinCat, D-U-B-L-I-N-K-A-T, or on Twitter at CatKelpie, K-A-T-K-E-L-P-I-E. All right. Did we miss anything? Mm, nope. I think we're good. All right. Shalom, motherfuckers. I got nothing.